The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase and save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times the amount in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $500. Russell Barty by VSIN. Sign up now and save 40% off their football season special when you use promo code SGP. VSIN.com slash subscribe, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for player props, parlays, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or use hofbets.com. Use code SGPN and get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. I'm just about that action, boss. Back with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guy. It's me, really real villain, Ralph Ralph from Virginia here at your service. Tell them to bring me my money. Here, comes the money. here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. And I am here. I have my co-host. We're going over the evening games. I don't know why we just succumb to the West Coasters calling these the PM games. No, the PM games started off already. These are now the evening games. We already did the afternoon games. Now we're into the evening time on the East Coast. We are going to start taking our power back as East Coasters in this company. Scott Studio, Rachel. Scott, what's going on? Doing pretty well. Looking forward to going. Yeah, it happens, whatever. Yeah, doing pretty well. Looking forward to going through the games. I know last episode, or last week, I should say, I crushed it. I don't think I lost a single game, which is a good sign. Ended up sweeping the lock and dog picks as well. I ended up doubling down on the Steelers by having the Raiders team total under and the Steelers money line, and that got there. I also went 1-0 against you. And our first uh, show prop bet had the Chiefs laying a bunch of points, yep. and they scored 34 in the first half. So overall, I got every game right. So I can't complain. Hopefully it carries over to this week. And forgot to mention, we hit our underdog lineup. We did. We very much did. Thank you to uh, uh, whatever his name is. No I just know his last Aubrey. name is. Buckets. Yeah, no picture Aubrey. That's what we're gonna. That's what we're gonna call him now. No picture Aubrey. And I, I'm almost positive. I'm curious if I go on to underdog now, if, if Aubrey has a picture after cashing his over one and a half field goals. Good call by you there, Scott. Hi. Oh, no. See, also, look, this is why you got to use the to search guest. bar feature. I want to shout out our guest who called Kenneth Walker a rushing touchdown, by the way. Yep. Call, Aubrey. Brandon Aubrey still does not have a picture on underdog. 
I'm not going to tell underdog, by the way, neither. I'm just going to wait and see how long it takes for them to get him a picture. But he still does not have a picture on underdog. Shout out to uh, Steezy for coming in and dropping that knowledge on Kenneth Walker and him getting into the end zone. I played that. Uh, I played Travis Kelsey. We got Travis Kelsey touchdown. That went through. Uh, I don't really remember the rest of the last show, but you carried the show for the most part. We had Garoppolo pick in that uh, underdog, and he threw like oh, yeah. three. Yeah, that was easy. That was so easy. It was so free. Like, it was really free. All right. Let's see here. Oh, we have Richard Branch. Dick Branch. What's going on? Uh, who would win if they played this week, the Giants or the Jets? Take the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, take the Giants. I'm not backing Zach Wilson. I, I don't care. I'm, I'm not yeah, doing he'll it. Give, he'll get what, – Wink Martindale would – Hey, you don't even have to worry about it because that game is coming up in about a month or so. So definitely going to be some very, very good content when that game comes around here. But we are talking about the games that are going on in the evening, evening slate here in the NFL. We have four games, four games this week. And so uh, NFL – Giving us a little bit of a break. It's only four games. I feel like we've done five. I feel like we've done five for the most part, but we've got four this week. And, oh, my gosh, the first game up, I'm telling you right now, I can't wait to fade them. I can't, e I can't even contain myself to give out this fade. This is my favorite fade of the slate. It's my favorite fade of the year, and we're going to talk about it. But we're going to talk about it after I talk to you about the Game Time app because that's where you go to go get tickets. You can go get your football tickets, your WNBA tickets, whatever game tickets. You can get your concerts. You can get all of that on the Game Time app. And guess what? They are so confident that they are going to give you the best price guaranteed. If you find a ticket in the same section or the same and the same row for less than what you got on game time, they will credit you 110 percent of the distant of the difference. That's it. 110 percent of the difference. So make sure you go to the game time app, download the game time app and create an account and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, where you can play pick them. And I'm telling you, if you've been tailing our pick them contest, you're up. You're just you're completely up. Imagine if you took that 100% deposit match that they give you up to $500 when you use promo code SGPN and you put it on our pick'em last week. What? Oh man, you are up up up. I'm trying to tell you. Plus they have 100k Sundays where you can pick a player. You can pick higher or lower on their stat and it, it doesn't matter if you get it right or not because you're automatically entered into a contest to win $10,000. And guess what? The player changes every day. So if you don't like a player now, it'll change and you'll have a chance to pick another player. Earlier, it was Rashad White. I didn't like Rashad White I, because he's on my fantasy team, so I don't want to fade him. But he's on my fantasy team, so I know he's not any good right now. But now it's Damian Pierce, and I can go and I can – pick higher or lower 63 and a half total yards for Damian Pierce, which I'm pretty good fading him because he hasn't been good and I'm not starting him this week. So definitely can't wait to talk about that. Make sure you lock into underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. That will double your first deposit up to $500. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, play my laugh. <laughs> I didn't feel like laughing anymore, but I needed y'all to get the effect. 
<laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders are on the road at, I mean, I guess you could say they're on the road. It's a home they're, game, but it's not officially a home game for the Raiders. They're not playing in Las Vegas, but they're still playing in a home game. Against the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers opened up as five and a half point favorites. They are currently sitting at five and a half point favorites. And the total hasn't changed at all. 48 and a half here. Scott, I texted you after the game yesterday, after the game last week, as I typically do with Brandon Staley games. And I said, there's no way, no matter what the number is, and it doesn't matter what the number is, whatever they're laying against the Raiders is too many points. I didn't care what the number, it could have been one. Whatever they're laying against the Raiders is too many points. When I say Brandon Staley tried his hardest to lose that game, I have a theory, Scott. It could be off the wall, could call me a hater, but I have a theory. And my theory is that you know how when you've been working at a job, maybe you had an odd job, like a fast food restaurant job or anything like that, and you knew the end was near. And so you came in every day not caring about what happened that day because you knew the end was near. I'm almost positive that Brandon Staley knows the end is near, and he doesn't care what the outcome of any of this is. Like he, I, I don't think he wants to be a head coach anymore because the decisions he make are like historically level bad, and they are lucky, lucky that they are going to – uh be able to come out and get came out and got a win last week like absolutely lucky i i just how do you how do you lay any kind of points with Brady? how do you even take them on a money line this week the only counterpoint i'd give you is that the other sideline might have the only worst coach in the league than brandon staley because mcdaniel doesn't really? want to win games either is he i think but I saw a man kick a field goal twice down eight with three minutes with three minutes to go. No, that's a, he's one of the dumbest coaches I've ever seen. He's I pure, can't but top it's what happened. Incompetence with it's pure incompetence with Josh McDaniels and the fact that no Staley's actually trying to be bad. Like he's that's legitimately fair. trying. I mean, both both coaches suck. I'm just saying, if you want to talk about a coaching advantage, the Raiders might be one of the only teams that actually does not have a coaching advantage when they're against Brandon Staley. That's how bad McDaniels is. The one thing I want to point out. First of all, Mike Williams done for the year. want to mention that because he tore his ACL. I was waiting and monitoring the status of Garoppolo because he was in concussion protocol for the entire week. According to reports today, he returned to practice in a limited role. He has not officially cleared concussion protocol, but he took the first step. So it seems like he is on the path towards playing on Sunday. I wanted to mention it because if he was not going to play, they're starting Brian Hoyer. That's why I wanted to bring up why Garoppolo playing or not was going to be important. It matters to me. If it was does Hoyer, it, really? it actually does. I think it does. Hoyer, Hoyer's been, what, a backup for like eight years, ten years? I, I, I can't believe he's still in the league. Yeah, no, I'm shocked at that. But the, the reason that I say does it matter, because if Garoppolo's ruled out, we're getting more points here. Well, that, that was like, my point, is that yeah. for, for the sake of five and a half, I didn't want to take five and a half if the line was going to go to seven or something. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I get. I understand not betting it now, for sure. I'm not telling anybody to run and bet this right now. But I, there's like there's nothing they could do to get me on the Chargers here. Because even if Garoppolo's out, what does this move to seven and a half, eight, maybe nine? 
I don't even know how much Garoppolo is worth at this point because he's not exactly good, but probably a point and a half, two points, if I had to guess. If you're giving me over a touchdown with this Chargers team, I'm just going to blindly take it because they do. They literally do whatever they can to lead the other team in the game, like whatever they can. We have Brandon Staley, who is eight. Not, I'm sorry. He is six and eight ATS at home as a home favorite. We have, I'm projecting Jimmy Garoppolo to play. This isn't 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo. If it was the 49ers, he probably wouldn't play. But this is the Las Vegas Raiders. He's definitely playing in this game. He played in the game last week and had a concussion. He's playing in this game. So, I mean, you have Jimmy G, who's 12-4, and ATS as a road dog. And then you have this really cool nugget that I pulled up of since 2020. Teams that are late, that are catching five and a half on the road, because five and a half has kind of been that weird number where everybody's like, uh, should I take it? Should I lay it? I don't really know. And people are, you know, they're just like, oh, well, let me just lay it because it's not a touchdown. I think they win by a touchdown. Teams that are on the road catching five and a half since 2020, 14 and three ATS, 11 and six straight up. It's pretty good. I mean, it, it's so good that you have to pay attention. I mean, it's consistently winning, and I think that's what they're doing here. They're throwing this odd line out here. Why is this not going to six? Why is this not going to six? Why is this not gotten to six and a half right now? And everybody's betting Chargers. It's because Brandon Staley sucks, and they know it, and it's clear cut. You take the Raiders here. Jimmy G, five and a half, you take the Raiders. For me, initially, I was going to lean Chargers, but now Garoppolo seems like he's going to play, and I actually think that does matter. I think I am going to take the points. Because the Chargers are incapable of winning by margin. Even when they win, every game comes down to the wire. And with every game coming down to the wire in a division game, I'll take the points. Am I picking the Raiders to win? No. I think the Chargers are going to win. However, I think it's going to be a one-possession game. They're going to blow this game. and They're going to blow this game. They're going to be one and three. And then there's going to be real talks of it does Staley finish the rest of the season. It's mostly just going to come down to how low I power rank the the Raiders. And the Raiders are a really, really bad football team. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it. But if the Raiders win, would I be shocked? No, because nothing shocks me under the Brandon Staley era. But I do think looking at the actual matchup itself and the talent, I think the Chargers win. But assuming Garoppolo is behind center, I'm not picking them to uh, get blown out of this game. I think the Raiders hang in there. And and, uh, Richard mentions a good point. If the Raiders are down eight, they will kick a field goal to cover. So there you go. Yeah. Important. Yeah, important to that's mention. pretty good. There you go. This is probably going to be my dog for the week. Like, I, I'm getting plus money on a Chargers team that's going to do everything they can to make sure the other team wins. I, I don't have the Chargers ranked that much higher than the Raiders, actually, which is crazy to think about because people talk about the talent on this team. They just don't put it together. They got a terrible head coach that literally sabotages them every single game. All right. Uh, totals at 48 and a half. That's a division game going under. I think I have to lean under because the Raiders are starting a quarterback that might not know where he is. He's going to pass concussion protocol by the slimmest of margins. Once again, a limited practice on Thursday as his first day practicing. That is not a good sign. Once again, he's probably going to suit up, but I wonder how he's going to look because he clearly didn't have it against the Steelers mm-hmm. in that second half. The Chargers score a bunch of points. They allow a bunch of points. But I don't think the Raiders' offense is any good. And they can't really pass protect. And we know that the Chargers can rush the quarterback a bit. They got the Cousins a decent amount in the second half. I'm going to lean under as well. I do think looking at the spot, Mike Williams being out, maybe there's some growing pains. Adjusting to a bigger role either involves Palmer, 
Maybe they use Johnston if they draft in the first round at a TCU. The point is there's a massive downgrade with Mike Williams out because Mike Williams, we know how good he is as a big player receiver. The Raiders cannot guard Keenan Allen to save their lives. He's probably going to have another 10-catch game. I don't think they can guard him, but I'm not sure the Chargers can guard Devontae Adams either. In fact, I know they can't guard him. So you might see – They, they have the worst yards. passing defense in the league. There's no that, shot. That's why the under is a little <laughs> no bit scary shot. for me, though. But they did say that Eckler is likely not going to play, which means the Chargers cannot run the ball. So I think I'm going to lean to the under. Give me some type of like, I'm oh boy. I got to think of an actual score that's realistic in my head that goes this with Chargers, the under. It doesn't matter. This Chargers team's missing the playoffs again. They're going to find some way somehow not to score points and not win this game. Because if they score points, I think they win. But they're going to somehow, somehow find a way, and they're going to struggle on offense. Look, not I, I want to say 27-23, but that goes over. I, I see this being like a four-point game, and that would get me to 24-20, and that's under. But I think the Chargers score more than 24 points. So, yeah, I'm kind of – I think I'm going to lean over then. 21-19 Raiders. I'm going to lean over. I'm going to lean over. Give me 27-23. 21-19 Raiders. So, I flipped is. on the total the more that I talked about it. But 27-23 Chargers. Arizona Cardinals are on the road to go play the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers are 14-point favorites. Open up at 10.5. 44 is the total. 49ers. I mean, I, I, do we have to handicap this? The Cardinals just beat the Cowboys last week. They dumped the Gatorade, Scott. I do, well, I do want to ask you one thing about this game. Because since the Cardinals just beat the Cowboys... The Niners do have extra prep time because they did beat the Giants on Thursday and they were at home for that game, so there is no travel. When you first saw this line, did you think 14 was massive? No. When they made the line, not conceptually, no. but I thought there was no way the Niners were going to open up at like 14. No, I thought it was going to be at like 12 and a half. I actually thought it was going to be 14. I thought, really? I thought they had, I was like, you have to be too tough. They scored 30 points in every single game. You had yeah, to be just down favorites and they probably still cover because they probably don't like, here's the difference. And this was where I said the Cardinals are going to get so exposed is because Gannon, who spent his career at Philadelphia, he knew he played all three NFC East teams that he'd been prepping for the entire time he was at Philadelphia. Now he's finally playing an offense that he is not used to. Yes, has he scouted them before? Of course. He's a coach. Yes. Well, to be fair, they technically played for about a half a quarter in the NFC yeah, title game because Purdy got hurt. One game. So, so no, not even quarter. one game. Purdy got hurt. Used Josh Johnson the entire game. It was basically it, a quarter. It, so. it, it's no doubt in my mind. I knew 100% as soon as they got out of the NFC East that this charge, this Cardinals team was going to get absolutely steamrolled. There wasn't, enough, there wasn't a line high enough. I, I, there wasn't a line high enough. I think Gannon gets exposed here as a head coach. I am very concerned to see if the Arizona Cardinals get into double digits in this game. Yeah, I'm all over. The, I'm all over the 14. Give me this, the. I'm going real chalk here. Give me the 49ers minus 14. I feel the like the reason why I thought 14 at first glance looked steep was because Debo got banged up. Then again, he caught a touchdown after he got injured, so I guess he's fine. He hasn't practiced all week though with rib issues. Uh, Greenwall has not practiced all week with with is, with uh, issues as well. So they're not exactly fully healthy. The Niners, I know Juwan Jennings hasn't practiced either. So once again, keep an eye out for the injury report. Having said that, I thought the line looked so large that it was trappy to dare you to take the Cardinals. I'm not doing it. I'm going to take the Niners. 
I think the one thing I got to point to with the Cowboys game, even though the Cardinals did win, and I'm not making excuses for Dallas because they were big favorites, it was the first game without Diggs, and they were missing a bunch of offensive linemen. And even with them missing that many offensive linemen, they ran the ball down Arizona's throats the entire game, and they were just really bad in the red zone. That's what the game came down to. Powered at 120-plus rushing yards. They were in the red zone. They couldn't score. So I do think the Niners should, behind that offensive line and with McCaffrey, they might run for 250 yards. Like, it would not shock me if they just completely ran it down Arizona's throats. Kittle got going. We know the Giants can't cover tight ends. Neither can Arizona. Arizona hasn't covered a tight end in about four years. So I think that Kittle's going to have a big game, too. I'm on the Niners as well. Now, the only question I do have for you, it is a division game. Is it a look-ahead spot because the Niners do have the Cowboys on deck? Mm, it's probably a look-ahead spot for the Cowboys, not for the Niners. Okay. I just want to ask because I wanted to mention that. But I think for Yeah, the we can mention that game, next game. I think it will be close. I'm not – to the spread, I mean. I'm not picking the Niners to score exactly 30 for the fourth straight game. But give me a 27-10 game. I agree with you. I think Arizona is not going to score many points because the Niners will dominate up front. The Giants still got the 12, so I do think the Cardinals can score 10. But give me a 27-10 final. Niners ran out the clock for the entire fourth quarter. They win by three possessions. So I got the under as well in this game. 30-3. 30-3. to 3, 49ers win. They cover. I'm on the under as well. Before we talk about that disgusting team over there in Dallas, I have to talk to you about VSIN because you can get 40% off their football season special if you use code SGP. But the better part about this is the fact that Sean and Ryan are in a contest with the other VSIN shows to see you can sell the most subscriptions. So if you use that promo code SGP at vsin.com slash subscribe, then they will be able to cut you in on their prize, which is a $1,000 Super Bowl future. Pick your and, team. Who do you want them to pick? Uh, I I say you can't go. You can't be cute. You got to take Patrick Mahomes. You got to – until you beat the man – wait, what's, what did Ric Flair say? In order to be the to man. To beat the man, you got to beat the yeah. man. And ain't nobody beat that man in this league since. Only person that beat him is up out of here. And so I, I don't think that – Anybody has anything for Patrick Mahomes when it comes playoff time? I say that we put the thousand dollar future on the Chiefs. That would get us six thousand dollars. And then guess what? Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash VSIN and submit your proof of purchase after you get that subscription, and they will cut you in on that six thousand dollar prize. Is it gonna be the Chiefs? Maybe, maybe not, but they'll take your they'll take your recommendation. And if it hits, they're sharing the prize with you. So Go to vcin.com slash subscribe. Use promo code SGP to sign up. And then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash vcin and submit your proof of purchase to get that equal piece of that $1,000 Super Bowl future if the guys win. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Enter any parlay idea into the Hall of Fame Bets. Sports betting analytic platform, revolutionary parlay optimizers tool and it will give you a breaking down a breakdown by each leg it'll let you know your hit rate by each leg it also lets you know the expected probability of the entire parlay they have this for parlays you can do this for player props you can do this for game lines they got it from a whole bunch of sports nfl nba mlb soccer and so guess what join the thirty thousand users that are using hall of fame bets download the hall of fame bets app 
or visit hobets.com and use code SGP. Get 50% off your first month today. Start research, start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All righty here. Let's get into the last two games of this slate. The New England Patriots are on the road in Dallas at Jerry's World to play the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys open up as a minus four and a half point favorite. They are now up to minus six and a half. 43 and a half is the total. This is the return in the revenge game of one Ezekiel Elliott, who is now with the New England Patriots. Scott, this line got as far up to seven. I think it was actually at seven and a half at some point, And then immediately got bought back down to six and a half. And it has not exceeded six and a half again. As the closet Cowboys fan on the network what do you like for this game well i want to point out that i mentioned before for the cardinals game there were a lot of cowboys injured not making excuses because once again you should beat arizona anyway but the not the cowboys are expected to get a lot of the guys back on the offensive line uh beatish ended up practicing on thursday uh you had a doga who practiced on thursday you had zach martin who practiced on thursday However, Tyron Smith has not practiced with a knee injury. So I'm assuming Tyron Smith will be out. So they should be without one starting offensive lineman, which is two less than they were out in the last week. Having said that, I'm taking the Patriots. I, I got to take Belichick plus the points here. The, the Patriots aren't a good team, but they're feisty. And I think the one thing that does concern me with the Cowboys wasn't even the fact the offensive line was injured. They let the Cardinals run all over them. And I don't really know why that ended up happening, but it looked like the Cowboys were just out physical throughout the entirety of the game. And with Diggs being gone, a part of that aura involving the defense is non-existent because for the first couple of weeks, you can make an argument that was the best defense in the league. Maybe you don't believe that yourself, but you can make an argument that it was a top two defense in the league with Diggs being out. Now it's not. I'm saying whether you think I, that I or mean, not, it's not. It's a lot my defense, my defense will look like a top two defense in the league too. If I was going out there and playing pee wee football against, yeah, you played against, and we're Andy we're Jones varsity, exactly. we're varsity football team, and we're going out there playing against pee wee guys. Yeah, we would have a top two defense too. The point is, you can make an argument it's an elite unit. Now you can't because Diggs being gone means their secondary is a lot weaker than it was before. Dobbs did well, but the ground game was very good. Now New England can't run the ball which is why it's kind of an interesting trade-off because they have Elliott and Stevenson and neither one of them done anything for the entire season. Stereo is here every week, but the week after they lose to the Cardinals, he don't pull up? Man, somebody tell Serial stop ducking smoke. I'm taking New England. I just think six and a half is too many. I feel like when you're looking at Dak and his red zone struggles with McCarthy, that's really what it comes down to for me. The Patriots have been competitive against good teams. They lost by one possession to the Eagles. That's a pretty good team. Lost by one possession to Miami, which looks incredible the more that you think about it. They ended up (laughs) beating the Jets. (laughs) They ended up beating the Jets, which, you know, they always beat the Jets, but still, they won that game. Bad weather. I'm not going to read much into the score there. They won on the road, which isn't easy. But the Cowboys in the red zone aren't very good. And I think that this team, the Cowboys team, is still a playoff team, but it is not a world beater that it could have been if Diggs was still healthy. I'm taking the Patriots plus six and a half. This has one possession game written all over in the middle of the fourth quarter. Cowboys looking ahead to a rematch with the 49ers. Who not can you look ahead after the Cardinals? Can you really yeah. look ahead in this spot? I don't know if you can. It yeah. might not matter, but I would have slammed Patriots' money line if they beat the Cardinals, but they didn't. So I'm not sure it's a full look ahead spot, but I'm still taking the I'm taking the points. I mean, it's the same thing. This team is 
pretty badly coached. Uh, Dak Prescott is, is just not good. And here's the thing that I think is not going to go well for Dak Prescott. Is well, he's better, the than, fact he's better that, than Mac Jones. We can agree on that. But still, it's a low bar. But not by much. Not by much. He's really not that much better than him. I'm just saying they're the better quarterback in if, this matchup. That's if you put of- if you put Mac Jones behind a pretty solid offensive line, he probably looks about the same as Dak. Like they're not that, but there's not a big gap there at all between quarterbacks for me. To be honest, Dak is really bad, and people don't want to give him out credit how much credit for how bad he really, really is. Uh, he makes some pretty bad decisions with the football, and especially that interception with the game on the line, and he threw it in triple coverage. I, yeah, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna agree that that Dak is better than Mac Jones. They're about the same. They both make really bad decisions. But here, this here it is where you have this Cowboys team one in a look ahead spot. Two, you get Belichick as a dog. Now Belichick is a, consistently like very, very much worse as a dog with Mac Jones than he is without Mac Jones. But what this spot is for me is what you were talking about earlier. I think they can run the ball in the Cowboys. I mean, I pointed out in that first drive against the Giants that the Giants were able to run the ball all the way down the field. And then that's where when they started trying to pass, that's where things got ugly for them. Like that drive told me that there might be something against the Cowboys in the run. And it looks like it's coming to fruition where the Cowboys just struggle. And how do you beat a really, really good pass rush with the generational talent like Micah Parsons? You run it straight down their throats and get them while they're over pursuing. And so I I think that this is a great opportunity for this New England team to find some success on the ground. I think that they'll be able to keep this game low scoring. And I think that Dak Prescott is going to make the mistake that, People, I assume, are going to make over the course of the season, and he's going to test Christian Gonzalez, who is a really, really good corner, and he's only played about three games in the NFL. Do you think like, he's messed up? He's only played because there's an injury to another corner in that Miami game. Like Gonzalez is disgusting. Why was he not automatically going to be? He, he's main he's, corners? and that's where he's going to mess up. If I could bet Gonzalez, it, I probably can find a prop for somewhere for Gonzalez to get a pick, and I will probably bet it because I think Dak is going to test him, and he's going to make him regret it. So uh, there's just. No, I'm not backing the Cowboys in this spot. It's New England plus six and a half. I think you should sprinkle on the money line here. This is a look-ahead spot. And this is another thing that would probably kill a lot of survivors. People say that, hey, Dallas lost last week. They're not going to lose two in a row. I, I I don't carry myself of thinking, oh, a team can't lose two in a row because everybody can lose two in a row. All right. I, I am Total's not taking Dallas in my survival 40, pool. I'm not, I'm not taking Dallas. For the I wouldn't. 43 and a half is the total here. It's come down two points. I mean, everything we said still take Dallas defense is still pretty solid. Matt Jones makes a lot of mistakes. Dak makes a lot of mistakes. Neither one of them are good. This is an under game for me. I, I got it. I'm 2017. I'm trying to think of what it would take to actually like an over with New England. Because yeah, the Cowboys uh, defense just hasn't been very good. Cowboys offensive line's coming back relatively healthy. Both teams, I mean, the, the Patriots don't exactly have many great weapons, but they got some options, I guess. I think I'm going to lean to the over. I think I'm going to lean to the over. I, I think 43. There is a 43 out there. That line feels a little bit low to me. I'll lean to the over. I think you're going to find a decent amount of big plays. I do think, once again, the game being in a dome helps with there, with there being no weather. Patriots have played outdoors in every game on the East Coast, and the weather hasn't been great. I'll go with the over. Slight lean, though. 20 to 17, you take your pick of who wins the game. I'll take 24 20. All right. Sunday night football. Kansas City Chiefs go into New Jersey to play the New York Jets. Look ahead preseason. This game was minus two Chiefs. 
without Aaron Rodgers. Line got all the way up to 10 and a half. Now it got bought back down to nine. 41 and a half is the total. Taylor Swift is going to be in attendance for the game. And they are rapidly selling. Like this was the best promotion for the Jets possible because they are rapidly selling tickets for the game now that people know Taylor Swift's going to be there. Yeah, because I think it's crazy going to buy tickets to see Mahomes play. Like they're going to sell out anyway. I mean, come on. Uh, I, to see Mahomes, Jets are pretty bad. They sold out a lot quicker than usual, but they, people were going to pay to see Mahomes. I mean, I I, I assume they're going to sell out anyway. But anyway, you can carry on. Chiefs are winning this game by by like at least 20, right? I mean, I'm not going to spend much time on this game. Oh, no. Public's on the Chiefs side, and this is a Sunday night game. And on Sunday night games, public side is always the wrong side. Like, it's consistently prime time. I mean, I mean if you your bankroll is just f- so huge if you just fade the public team in prime time games because you're probably winning nine, eight times out of ten. Was the public on New England or Miami? Last week? No, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, Miami was the public team to win. Okay, so they, so it has happened this year, though. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it happens every now and then, but it's if you keep putting your bankroll on the public team, you are going to lose. I'm like, assuming it the public it. was on the Steelers last week, right? No, they weren't. Really? The public was on the Raiders or the Sharps were on yes. the Raiders? They were on the Raiders. Public oh, was okay. on the Raiders. I would have guessed the public would. It was close. It was closer. It was like sixty. It wasn't. It wasn't like it was seventy or eighty. It was sixty, but it was still. Way like way closer to the Raiders than it was because everybody was fading the Steelers after that Monday night game because they looked so terrible on primetime and everybody just looked at them looked terrible. But people forgot that the Raiders are really bad too. It, yeah. I mean, I don't, what's the motivation for this game? Like, did you, did it, this just seems like four, a this man. seems like one of those games. It just seems like one of those games where the dog the dog somehow some way backdoors covers this game. Like, I I, I don't know. I don't are know we, how are they we do show it. prop betting this. Are you fading Mahomes again? I mean, I don't want to fade Mahomes again, but I, I'm not betting this game. But I, if I were to bet this game, I'm not taking the Chiefs minus nine. So Why no, is this? So no show because eighty-two percent of the money is on the Chiefs. Why did this come back down to nine? What what reason would this game have to come back down to nine? No idea. Exactly. Jets are to play. I'm asking, do you want to after Chicago last week? Do you want to do you want to run back? I said no. I said no. I don't want to bet against Patrick Mahomes. I'm the leader of the Patrick Mahomes fan club. I don't want to bet against Patrick Mahomes. That's what I got last week. And no, but I'm telling you, the Jets are the right side here. I guess the argument is this is one of the final games the Jets have left to try to save their season. They signed Trevor Simeon. Congrats to him for being back in the NFL. But I'm taking the Chiefs. They're gonna they're gonna kill this team. Zach Wilson isn't an NFL player. There's really not much more to add. The thing I got to ask you is if the Jets are going to cover this number, how many points do they need to realistically score? I don't think they might need to score that. But like this Jets defense is still really good, guys. It's a good like, defense. I, I'm just asking. I don't think they points? I don't think they need to score that many. I think I think 17 points gets you a cover in this one. Okay. So you think that a Chiefs defense that's allowing about 13.3 points per game is going to give up 17 points to Zach Wilson? Nobody cares about this game. Nobody cares about this game. You're playing the Jets with Zach Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. How many times? Again, Patrick Mahomes is not that good when he's laying this big number because they don't care about this game. Chiefs do not care about this game. I saw the Chiefs score 34 points in the first half they're gonna, last week. They're the going to coast. Defense, 
Wait, sorry, you can finish. You said they're going to coast. coast with 17 points. They're going to coast with a 17-point lead for the majority of this game, and then they're going to come out of nowhere, and they're going to backdoor. I want to ask you how good the Jets' defense actually is because I saw the Cowboys kill them. The Cowboys killed them because they got the ball in their own territory every single drive. Actually, that's actually not true. Wilson had no turnovers before the fourth quarter. They were still and getting they, killed. They, they, they got were, dominated the entire game. They, were, they gave they gave up, what was it, like 17 points in the first half? That's it. Like, this Jets defense is still really good. Like, we're not going to sit here and tell oh, me it's that. it's a good it, defense. I think it's overrated. They, they I, continuously, I they're continuously on the field. Every like you're you're exhausted because you're continuously on the field because your offense can't get past three and out. The and if they do get past three and out, they probably move the ball two first downs and then turn it back over. And I mean, what are you supposed to do with that? Even the worst defenses give up thirty points. Like, come on now, this this is still a really good Jets defense. I'm not going to let the talk of oh, it's a very solid how defense, this season but... how the season turned around for them you're not going to try to sit here and tell me or at least insinuate that there's something wrong with this defense they're going to be all right this it's is a solid defense but i think it's a little bit overrated it's still a very good defense but people were thinking it might be the best defense in the league it is not the yeah best but you said the, the cowboys were a top two defense and they played the giants the, the cardinals and the jets so that was also uh, when they were fully healthy Diggs got injured so i guess that point went out the window i actually yeah. do think the cowboys were a top two defense that defense was crazy. they gave up 16 points to the bills yeah 16 dallas had 30 and then new england who is still an nfl offense only scored 15 like do you this believe is the drama going on with the jets with uh, them pointing, with them basically all kind of mutinying on Salah because he's committed to Wilson, and that's all nonsense. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's I think it's no, but I just think it's dumb. Like he he doesn't have any. If there was another option to go with, every option he sucks. would. Doesn't he doesn't sucks. have an option. The only option that he has is to make a trade for Mike White. That's the only option he has. They have to trade capital and go get Mike White. And Mike White saves their season. Still fairly confident that happens before the deadline. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's, I'm it's, it's Jets here. It's I'm Jets taking here. the Jets plus nine. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not wasting any time here. If you want to spend money on Zach Wilson, I'm rooting for you. Can't be me. I've seen Zach Wilson play for too long. He can't play. I'll take. Uh, I mean, I've seen I've seen Sunday Night Football, and I've seen you say this exact same thing, and multiple times the Sunday Night Football dog that nobody's betting on comes out and gets a cover. So I'm taking the Jets plus nine under one and a half. I think I took the dog in every single primetime game so far. This no, week. I'm talking. No, I'm talking about whenever it's whenever you back favor. You back the public side a lot, Scott, and it, it does come back to bite. It does sometimes for the for, it does. The, for the that is uh, more than sometimes because I bet because I bet against the public and I my bankrolls fast. So I know that that's going to come back. It I remember back we split week one when we were going with the public fading. But for the primetime games, I actually have been more in favor of the dog. This is not one of those spots. I, I think the Jets are going to get killed. So okay. I'm going with the Chiefs. I think they win this game by 17, 24 points. I don't think it's close. Okay, fine. Uh, under 41 and a half. I mean, I don't really. I'm on the I, under anyway. Really... Jets can't yeah. score. I, I think that the Jets defense holds cheap. So yeah, you said the Niners are going to beat the Cardinals like thirty to three. I see yeah. a game that's kind of like twenty seven ten. Yeah, I don't have that for this. That's where I'm at for this. All right, lock dog for my lock. I mean, it's it's simple. The, the Cardinals are the Cardinals just dumped the Gatorade. Give me San Francisco minus fourteen. I mean, I'm not afraid to blame the big number. San Francisco minus fourteen for my lock. 
for my dog, give me Raiders money line. The I mean, if I'm getting two to one and I'm getting against Brandon Staley, who does everything he can to lose game, I think I'm getting a, a crazy value and I'll take it off of value play alone. Raiders uh two to one to get the outright win. That's my lock and dog, Scott. Over you. All right. Uh so for my lock, I think I actually am gonna go back to the primetime game. Question is, do I want to take the Chiefs or do I want to go with the Jets team total under? Because I don't think the Jets score more than 13 points in this game. So I'm trying to think of how I want to go about doing this. I think I'm just going to take Mahomes. I'm going to take, I'm going to, I'm going to lay the nine. I found nine on DraftKings. Good enough for me. I'm going to take it. We're completely on opposite sides here for this game. The Jets, as far as I'm concerned with Wilson are a lost cause and you're against the likes of Patrick Mahomes. Good luck. Is there no so there so there's no concern that this line went from ten and a half to nine in about twenty four hours? Because yesterday me, it was at ten and a half. I've seen and there's no injury report. Called. Is it Taylor Swift? Did Taylor Swift move the line? I don't know because there's no injury report that moved it. Because you're worried that Kelsey might have three touchdowns in one game. Uh, that that might move it in favor of the Chiefs. I just feel like people are trying to buy in on a desperate team. They're trying to make a case saying it's a home game. It's a night game. 82% of the people are on the Kansas City. There's nobody betting Jets. And the no, line's I'm, well, move. I'm saying the Sharps, maybe you can make an argument, are just so anti-public, or maybe they just think it's an it's a nice circle the wagon spot. Nobody believes in us. We're gonna figure it out. I don't care. This this team can't score. Zach Wilson can't play. Jets plus nine sounds very good until you see Zach Wilson drop back to pass against this defensive line. They can't block anyone. We didn't even mention it. They can't block. They're one of the worst offensive lines in the league. And the Chiefs' defense is kind of filthy. And people haven't really acknowledged how good this defense actually is. I'm going with the Chiefs minus nine. I think they bury the Jets and win this game by about 17. Uh, moving on to my dog, I am going to go New England money line. Uh, I think that once again, even though I was leaning to the Cowboys, I do, th- at least to uh, potentially win the game, the value is on New England. It's a per- It's a pure value play to me. I think looking at this price, it seems off. I think the Cowboys are expected to go back into Jerry's world, find a way to get it done, and I think it's going to be a lot more difficult than that. I think that New England can make life difficult because we know that Dak can turn the ball over. And I do think, even though youth, we disagree on the Dak versus Mac Jones dynamic of it, you think it's closer than I do, but I do acknowledge Dak's an overrated quarterback, so that's kind of the the middle ground that we have here Patriots are plus 225. Like, I, I feel like, once again, that's a pretty good price. If you don't think they're going to win the game, maybe first half, and you make a case for the Patriots jumping out to a decent start. Before the value, I'll take the Patriots' money line at plus 225. I think the Cowboys should be closer to minus four, and they're minus six and a half. That's my two picks. All right. I am drafting up an underdog lineup for us. I took the liberty of adding Dak higher half interception to the lineup already. Is Gar- I'm assuming Garoppolo is not available, but we probably wouldn't take Garoppolo anyway. Yeah, no, because I'm on Garoppolo. Yeah. Dave so Devontae props? Uh, let's see. If the Raiders are going to win, Devontae's going for 120 yards. The Raiders Minimum. are going to win. They don't have Devontae props. That's a shame. They don't have any props in the, and for the Raiders at all, actually. We're, take, we're taking Kelsey touchdown, right? Uh, and it worked for us last week. They don't have it. Of course they don't. All right. McCaffrey rushing yards? Uh, 
Let's see. Let's McCaffrey touchdown. The search bar, the search bar is though. so conven- convenient for this. I was going to say, right, McCaffrey see. touchdown is going to be juiced to the moon because he scored a touchdown, and I forgot how many games in a row. So that's just you not going to be an option. You said rushing yards, 80 well, and a half. Yeah. I got to take the over on that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Powered at 120, and they lost. I think that McCaffrey is going to have a massive game. All right, McCaffrey, higher, 80 and a half rushing What's yards. What's Kittle's yards at? Uh, George Kittle. I don't have George Kittle yards, but we do have him for a touchdown. And you get a 1.5x added to it. So it, it's a it, it's, it's a more because it's a spicy. Yeah, it's a multiplier play. Let's play it. He hasn't gotten a touchdown all year. I keep waiting for him to. Yeah, let's do it. This is the week. Okay. All right. There you go. That's our three pick. Dak Prescott, higher half interception. George Kittle, higher half a rush or receiving touchdown with the multiplier. And Christian McCaffrey, higher 80 and a half rushing yards. Put that into underdog and shake it up with the modifier. You get nine to one, Scott. What? Insane odds on this. This is a great. This is great. Definitely. Nine to one. We'll take it. All right. Anything else for people before we get up out of here? Uh, yeah, we got a fantasy trade uh, question. Sure, why not before we go? Uh, uh, Higgins Josiah asks, yeah, Higgins for Montgomery. You are, he already has Chase and Waddle, and your RBs are Achan, Rashad yeah, bad, White, bad and Breesaw. Uh, yeah. I, I was going to say, I think, you can, I think you can get a better running back than Montgomery for Higgins. Yeah, I would I would shop around and see if you can get a better running back for Higgins because one Higgins is gonna suck as long as Joe Burrow can't throw the ball ten downs ten yards downfield. So oh, I also got to ask: Is it a redraft or is it a dynasty league? That's uh, probably a redraft. It's probably I'm a redraft, a re- but I, ha- yeah, I have I'm to assuming. ask for the sake of trading. I have to ask if it's a redraft. Yeah, or not. yeah, yeah, it's a redraft. He would have said. I'm assuming it's, it's a redraft. He would have said if it's dynasty half point PPR. Yeah, I would ultimately. If you've already exhausted all your options, then yeah, I probably would make this trade because Damian Montgomery is probably going to be fantasy relevant for the rest of the season. But I would really, really try to shop Higgins around and get a better running back. I think I'd go for a better running back. Montgomery is probably going to play tonight on Thursday, but he's already banged up and it's only week four. That's not a good look for a physical running back. So I would probably wait around and try to find a better running back. Quick, well... If you answer the question before we get up out of here, but we're about to get up out of here because I got to go. But I am curious. Are you a Bengals fan? Very, very curious. <laughs> very curious if you're a Bengals fan. Chase and Higgins in the same in the same uh, redraft team. You know who I try I, to get? I try to get Connor. I think Connor's better than Montgomery. I don't, I don't know, like man. You just you. I don't know, man. You just made like a lot of. Injury concern for Montgomery and then gave out James Conner. No, my point is if you were going to go for a somewhat injury-prone running back, I'd rather have Conner's upside than Montgomery because even when Montgomery's healthy, he's splitting touches with Gibbs. Okay, all right. Uh, I was just making sure that you weren't saying that. No, if I had to pick an injury-prone running back of those two, I'd rather have Conner than Montgomery. Thank you for clarifying that. That that I appreciate that because I I, I was perplexed for a second. Yes, I do somewhat agree with that. Yes. I'm I'm high on Montgomery, but that injury really did. Me- That's really the only thing that messed it up for me. I was really high on Montgomery coming into the season. All right, for the zero people that are catching us live, you guys got to come catch, hang out with us. Oh, we got our one bat. You guys got to come hang out with us and listen to us when we're here on YouTube. Shout out to uh, Dick Branch that came through 
appreciate hey richard very curious if you like do people call you dick like i'm just i'm i'm very i have no idea how you get dick from richard well you I, also it's kind of funny because you brought up that topic from the nfl players before we even went on air and the first yeah. person who joined the chat box was richard Yep. So this is actually a conversation that we were having before we went live. Yeah, I'm very curious. And I mean, if I was named Richard, I would not want anybody calling me Dick. But I'd be a, I'd be a Rick guy. Would you be a Rick yeah, guy? Yeah, I, I would not be a Rick guy. Just call me Richard. <laughs> that just, no, Rick doesn't even, no, just call me Richard. Or Rich. I'd probably be a Rick I would be guy Rich. If I was. I, you could call me Rich. If I if my name was Richard, you'd call me Rich. But okay. do not call me. I, I just, Dick Grayson shout out to you because i just don't know how you just walked around and let that happen especially the fact that you could have beat any of them up whenever you wanted and you just let people willingly call you dick like i that's a pause actually dick grayson biggest pause in the world because By why the way, did you just let for, people do that for nba season i'm calling him grady richard that's grady happening richard. so just, so i'm just letting you know for nba <laughs> season that's happening all right grady richard that's funny that is funny we should start <laughs> that is kind of funny that's gonna all happen right. All right, Scott, you got one. You got me to laugh. All right. Other than that, five-star review if you're catching this wherever you get your podcast. If you're catching this on YouTube, just drop a like. That's it. Drop a like, and that's all we ask. But other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here.